All right. We are about to go live here in just a second. And I am so excited because I have a guest today. But before we get to that, you know, I always like to do my little intro. So let's do the official intro right now. Welcome to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast. Join Pam Perry, veteran PR strategist, Emmy award-winning producer and publisher of Speakers Magazine, who will show you how to crack the code in getting out there to get known. Each week, she either interviews her media friends, PR colleagues, or she just goes solo, offering you strategies on publicity, publishing, and platform building. So listen up to hear how to get booked on media places and on superstar stages. Now, here's your host, Pam Perry. All right, all right, here we go. So that was, that was, uh, that should have came first, but you know, that's how we do. We're not, we, <laughs> we're on LinkedIn Live, we on Periscope and we are on YouTube and of course in all the places where you listen to podcasts. So thank you so much. I have a guest today. His name is Lindsay Ruffin. And today is an appropriate day because today is Veterans Day, if you're listening to it uh, in real time. And he is a veteran. And so when I first saw him on LinkedIn, and I really love what he was doing because he is a video pro. He helps business people really show up online and look right. And so I pulled out one of these books. People who listen to podcasts can see it. But this was a book I bought years ago called Digital Video for Dummies, right? And I'm one of those type of people who's like, I'm not going to get left behind. I need to know what's going on. And this book probably dates it, these dummy books. This book is in the third edition, and it's by Wiley Publishers. But it was this was actually published in... 2003 okay so 2003 to 2020 Lindsay, you would know it's probably like about a hundred years in digital digital time because <laughs> it's, it's so much that's changed but on the back here it says plan to shoot edit and distribute movies like a pro and it says here's how to set the lights shoot the camera and make the action pop this would be interesting to really see what they were saying in 2003. Look out Hollywood with today's video editing tools and handy guide as your as if this handy guide is your assistant. You can become a video pro in no time. You'll bypass the techno babble and discover how to pick the perfect camcorder, shoot better videos, add effects, and edit out goofs with your PC or Mac and distribute your movies online. All right. That was that was in 2003. So we come up to 2000. 20 right almost 10 almost 10 years later and we're 20 years later and we're looking at things that people can take something as simple as a phone and really make their own video service one of the most successful things that i saw lindsay was uh isa ray who took her youtube series and became like this superstar celebrity that she is now right and it all really started because she was using youtube and so i had another book called YouTube for dummies because <laughs> I was like, mm, I'm not going, I'm not going to be left behind on YouTube for dummies. So to give you the backstory of how I met Lindsay, Lindsay was on YouTube. I mean, was on LinkedIn and he had a really good uh, soundbite. I believe it was that talked about um, really helping business professionals show up online. So I reached out to him. We had a conversation and the conversation lasted for about an hour. And I felt like I had a brother from another mother because he was so interesting in terms of how his background 
and how he really came into this space. So Lindsay, I want you to really tell people a little bit about yourself and your background. Okay. So I started out as a, a technologist. Well, going all the way back, I went to school on an army scholarship. So when I graduated, I had to scholarship so i served four years as an officer and but my love was computers at the time you couldn't have a computer specialty in the army that's that's how fast the world has changed at the time they paid for a computer degree and i could not do a computer specialty within the army at that time because it just they hadn't caught up yet with where we were so when it when my four years were up my choices were, okay, continue in the Army or pursue my passion, which was computers. So I left for, for the IT industry and did that for probably 15 years. And then just, uh, I hit the wall, just burned out. Uh, there, there was I used to, there was a time where I would stay on the computer so long that I forget to eat. You know, I come home from work and get on the computer. And then around two o'clock in the morning, my stomach was starting to me. And I realized I didn't eat dinner just at that point at like two o'clock in the morning. So that's that's how much uh, a much of a grip that computers used to have on me. And then uh, as I just advanced through my career, that started to wane and something else started grabbing me. And it was it was photography. I was being drawn into it. Mm -hmm. And I bought, I bought a used camera from a buddy I was working with on a, a government IT contract. Um, actually, this was <laughs> this was at the State Department. So I actually built. I'm I'm one of the architects who built the uh, remote access system that Hillary Clinton was supposed to be using. Hmm. We that was a Recovery Act funded project when uh, President Obama had created Recovery Act to help get us out of the uh, the recession. That project. I was on that project to build that system and we were, I was there at that time when apparently she was using her own personal system but yeah I was one of the guys that built the one that uh, and it's still there mm -hmm. but so I bought on that project I bought a camera um, from one of the guys I was working with and it started out as a hobby and then as years progressed I just got more disenchanted with IT and ended up leaving to leaving the industry and started a photography business. Is that and Park then, Rose? Is that Park Rose? No, that was that came later. Okay. That came as a result of the photography business, but the photography business is Lindsay Ruffin Photography. Okay. And when I started it, I had to learn, and I didn't know this going in, and most business owners don't, that running a business is about running a business. It's not about the thing you do. So your skill set, whatever it is you 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 actually do, or your product, that's ten percent of it. Ninety percent of running a business is universal marketing. across all businesses. And if you don't know those things, marketing, sales, uh, just business development, planning, right. allocating time to de develop your business, and not just be working on tasks, how to present a value proposition, how to identify an ideal client so that you your marketing messages resonate all of that stuff is universal across businesses and if you don't know those things 
you're going to fail. Mm -hmm. And I was failing. So the first thing I started educating myself on was, was marketing. Okay, I got to get better at this. And at the time, for photographers, there was a big push in the industry to say, okay, you, you got to learn video. You got to start learning this because this is something that clients are going to want to want, are going to want. And you have to be able to offer at least some video services. So I started learning video really for me to put myself on camera so that I could speak about my photography business and, and you know, reach out to clients that way. Mm -hmm. And then I started getting good at it to where well, what really happened was uh, this was March of 2018, Women's History Month. I don't know why I knew it was Women's History Month because it was never something that I had commemorated before. But I woke up on March 1st early in the morning and said, you know what? I'm going to interview one woman business owner a day hmm. for the entire month. That was, okay. I just decided I was going to do that. And I didn't get to 30. I got to like 16, which was fine. But what surprised me was uh, what happened was some of these women started telling me that they were getting clients from these interviews that, that we were doing. I would just talk to them real quick. Hey, tell me who you are, what you do, and how people can contact you. And then we're going to transition into an interview where I get a little backstory on you. And mm -hmm. they started getting clients from this. And I said, okay, well, let me see if I can do this on purpose. Because that wasn't the intent. I just wanted to showcase some other business owners. Right. And so I found a lady who teaches her target audience is people 40 or 50 over and over who are in the job market. So she coaches them on all of the things that you need to know as a, as a job seeker that mm -hmm. people at that age have probably not had to do for many years. And so we started, we did a, uh, a training series, a coaching series where she was sharing pearls of wisdom in, in short videos and we put them on LinkedIn and she's Absolutely. in Maryland. Yeah. Oh, I guess they had to be under two minutes. The, hers were, most of them were under two minutes. There were a couple of them that needed to be like three or four minutes long, but that's fine as long as you're delivering efficiently. You can't just be rambling. So if you're if you're delivering value over three minutes, four minutes, five minutes, people will stay with you. But if you're doing stream of consciousness, they're gonna check out way before the end of the video. Mm -hmm. So we put we started putting her videos on LinkedIn and she's in Maryland and she told me that she does these workshops locally and she told me that uh one of the one of her clients for one of her workshops drove down from New Jersey because they saw her videos on LinkedIn and said, wow, I need to be in that workshop. So they drove from New Jersey to Maryland to participate in a, a career development workshop, which that's not the kind of thing you take a, a road trip for normally. So it was at that point that I realized I had a talent. I knew how to help people deliver effective messaging to their ideal client and that was the beginnings of, of park road studios which didn't have it didn't exist at that time it was still this was just something i was doing on the side i was running a still photography business mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so the photography business went into the video and what i'm gonna say this that you must have had an aptitude for all of this because it doesn't come naturally you didn't you didn't pick up one of these books and say well let me just try and figure this out right because that's what i would do but you must have had an aptitude for that so 
when you saw that people were doing the video and they were really explaining what their business is, they were getting business, and then you decided to do Park Road Studio. So explain what Park Road Studio, what that looks like now. Now it has recently shifted even more, but it's so it's, it's online now predominantly because of COVID, just like uh, everybody else who who's trying to stay in business because so a lot of people don't seem to be trying. But it's uh, a video communications business. So my okay. focus is helping business owners use video as a tool for growing their business, for uh, growing higher revenue businesses. So we want to position you as a premium brand and develop messaging that's effective and resonates with your ideal client. So it's it's really about teaching the skill of communications and how to deliver it effectively via video. Okay. So what did you find when you were doing the women? We talked about this before when, when it's like, okay, you get on camera, you tell them what to do, show them, give them, you're like the director. So what do you find when these brilliant women are in front of a camera? What, what happens? What, what do they uh -huh. get shy or it's like they freeze? Do you have to now really coach them? Like, okay, you're fine. The, once they're in front of the camera, that's the easiest part. Getting them in front of the camera is where the Herculean struggle is because okay. so many women have a variety of insecurities about about image quite frankly and their mm -hmm. their self-image so they don't want to be on camera they don't they just don't have a great relationship with the camera which was something that i observed i, I knew that from from my years of photography and right. a lot of that comes from people will do things to each other like uh if you're at, a, at an event and you know everybody's taking pictures or whatever and you'll post a picture that you look great in, but the person next to you is not looking good at all. They got their faces crazy, or it's just something, it's, it's an unflattering image of them, but you put this out there, so it's a picture of them that doesn't look good, so I don't look good in pictures. That's what starts to register, and you combine that with, so the, the community that I primarily work with is black women business owners, and mm -hmm. there are layers upon layers of uh, challenges they have with image, not their own fault, because there's just been so much negative portrayals of, of black women over the course of history. You know, this is just, you know, it's 2020 and we just got rid of Aunt Jemima. You right. Know, that, that, that we just, it's 2020 and we just now getting rid. So this is, you know, this kind of stuff uh, affects people's psyche. And, and I see it, it's really tragic. So the, the question that you asked was about what happens with these brilliant women when I get them in front of the camera. What I see more often than not is these brilliant women will not get in front of the camera. They, they just can't do it in their mind. And so they have excellence to share with the world. I mean, I'm talking about you come in person and you're looking at a superstar, but they won't stand in front of a camera. So they're limiting their, their opportunities to develop a business because you, video gives you reach that 
nothing else will. Right, right. And so one of the main things that when people are on camera, because we talked about this, so you make them feel comfortable. One, you, you had to do that as a photographer. And one of the things people are doing more brand shoots or photo shoots than they've ever had. So one of the things that I always tell people is to make sure that whatever um, makes you feel comfortable in terms of clothes, of look, uh, music, you know, obviously for photography, those are the things. But when you're doing video, and I've done solo podcasts, so it's like you're talking, feel like you're talking to no one because there's no feedback, immediate feedback. But if you're shooting them, you have to make them feel comfortable. Do you shoot the video and then show them a clip of it to see how it looks? Do you and, and tell them it's fine? How is that? How is the process? Do you write the script for them as well, or do, are you interviewing them? You know, on the microphone. And they're speaking. Are you giving them props? Are you giving them thumbs up? How do you, how does it do it? Because when someone is doing a video, you're you're the camera person. So are you giving them feedback? Are you telling them don't certain way to pose? You know, because sometimes it's like, oh, okay, well, go this way, the side. That's a better look. I mean, so that's what women think about. They think about their hair, their makeup. It's just so much women have to think about when they're going on camera. Not the fact that their business, like what my business is and what the value of a business is, but now it feels like. I'm being judged, visually being judged. So how do you help people, women especially, overcome that? So the first thing is we, I provide a framework. It's, it's, we start with your ideal client. You have to know who you're talking to. And if you don't know who exactly you're talking to, then I point you to some resources to help you figure out who that person is. And then you can come back because I can't help you. If, if you're either talking to one person or you're talking to nobody, because you you're not saying anything that's going to catch anybody's attention. So that's exactly that. If you bring that up, that's exactly like the first step in Ready, Set, Go, Speak in our program. So speakers, authors, thought leaders, it's like, who is your avatar? Who is your ideal client? And then everything is drafted and crafted for that person. Copy, photos, videos, everything. Because you can't you web website copy. You can't write website copy if you don't know who you're talking to. So that's emails, all of that. Okay, so step one, you do that yep. part with them and tell them once they have that, come back to you. Then what happens? Okay, yeah. So when you know who you're talking to, you have to now know what it is you do for them that you do better than anyone else in the world. What are their pain points, what are their ambitions? People, those are the only two things that motivate people. They're either trying to get away from something or they're trying to move towards something. They're mm -hmm. trying to become someone that they're mm -hmm. not now. So what you, that's part, so identifying who your ideal client is means you get to know this individual on a very deep level so that you can know what the internal motivations are that drive the outward manifestations. They may ask for a certain thing. It's not enough to know that your ideal client wants this thing. You have to know why they want it. What's inside that's driving that? And when you can speak to what's inside, you get people's attention because then they go, wait a minute. How did you, you like you in my head. And when, mm -hmm. when you can communicate with people on that level, you'll get their attention very quickly. So mm -hmm. when you know what they, what, what it is, what problem you solve for them, better than anyone else in the world. Now we build your messaging campaign around that. And all you're gonna do is share one pearl of wisdom per video. 
Just ah. run. That's my strategy. This is okay. how you keep showing up. Because marketing these days is about this. Yeah. You want to put yourself inside people's smartphone. And the way you do that is with short videos that deliver value. So mm-hmm. if you know whatever your, your area of expertise is, you, you publish a video that lists the top three things, the top three challenges that people, that your client has with accomplishing whatever their objective is, and you're actually giving them some solutions in that video, okay, yeah, I'll watch that one. And, and now they know your name, or maybe, maybe not. But then next week you come back with another video where you're sharing some more, another pearl of wisdom that also helps them move forward in their journey just a little bit. And they go, you know what? Okay, this Pam Perry, I like, yeah. Let me let me make sure I'm following her. And then you get another opportunity. So with each video, you create another opportunity for yourself to establish yourself as a trusted advisor in yes. the mind of your ideal client, which is what we're going for. That's That's my objective with all my clients is to help them establish themselves as a trusted advisor in the mind of their of their ideal client. And the way you do that is just by sharing your expertise. So you got to be an expert in something. You, mm-hmm. you have to have deep, useful knowledge on some topic that's relevant to your ideal client. And then we just parcel it out in little short pieces that are digestible because you're a stranger. So for your marketing videos, you're, you're trying to reach out to new people. So you're a stranger. Nobody's going to give you five minutes of their time, a stranger, or or they're certainly not going to give you 10 minutes, but anybody will give you a minute. So you deliver value in that minute and you earn yourself another minute. You deliver value in that minute, you earn yourself another minute. And at some point they come to your website because they want more information where you can give them a five minute video, a 10 minute video, because these are the people who came for more information. Mm -hmm. So you can, you you can elaborate there. And that really is the strategy. It's it's there's no gimmicks to it. It is taking what you do in person. So if I were speaking to you in person and you were going to counsel me or you know share some expertise or whatever, we're just taking exactly that and we're putting it in a in a video friendly format, which means it's gotta be much more shorter and succinct because people are just not gonna stay with you for a rambling video. Right. And so one of the things that um, give people where they can find more information about you too, Lindsay. So that is it parkroadstudios.com? Parkroadstudios.com. Studios with an S. Park Road, like park, like you park your car. Studios, um, plural.com. Parkroadstudios.com. So in the era of um, COVID, do you do you do all the packaging, you do the, the setup for them, you do the editing and you actually do the shooting. Can you shoot someone, I guess you would say via Zoom if they're not in your area because you're in the Washington DC area? Yeah, I don't do editing. That's something that I, I, I refer people out for editing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the service that I deliver, the, the value that I deliver is the message development. Helping people craft effective messaging. So the they don't recording have- part. Mm-hmm. The so recording part, have- I tell people, is pretty much that's like a courtesy almost when I'm working with them in person because the the real work was getting you getting you to the point where you can deliver an effective message. Okay. So now with COVID, this is something that I, you know, I, 
I could have all along been doing it, but I wasn't thinking in those terms and most people weren't. But now, yes, yeah, a service that I offer to anyone anywhere because I can the same coaching that I would provide to someone standing in front of them. I can do via web conference and, okay. you know, helping you develop your message and you record yourself. So mm. what I'm teaching you is how to fish. So you you have to learn these days if you're a public speaker or a coach or a trainer or anybody who earned their living stand in a room full of people. You now have to learn how to record yourself and use your home studio as your presentation platform to the world. So that's what I teach people how to do. Okay, we can. There's the technical aspect that you started with, with in the, end of the interview, the the lighting, the audio, etc. Those things we can dial that in fairly quickly. And now it's about delivering an effective message in the form of a campaign. So not a right. video. Mm -hmm. A huge mistake that everybody. Everybody makes, they talk to me about, hey, I want to make a video. No, you don't want to make a video. You want a video campaign because you right. make one video. Well, what do you got? What, what, what are you going to present next week? Mm -hmm. The week yeah. after, the week after, you want a campaign. Mm -hmm. So what you're saying too, when we say uh, how to make a video like a pro, it's really the content, the messaging, and the other part, you know, of how to do digital videos, the lighting, the sound, all of that, because you can help them with that. And like you said, really get up to speed with that very quickly. Because the main thing is to get the right mindset, not to be afraid and knowing that video is powerful. Video is more powerful. I mean, obviously being in person is more powerful, but videos is second. Audio will be like third and pictures are like last. So we, if you use all of them, obviously that's good, but video should be preferred. And so I always say the people who dominate in video, they win. People who dominate in video win because you can really share in real time or almost feels like in real time, your messaging. And so, but you have to be clear on your message. And that's one of the main things of how to get out there and get known. If you can't deliver information in a way where your audience can, will resonate with you, What's the point? What's the point? So I just think that what you do is so, so important. And it's funny that you that you started with photography and in the same kind of feeling. Because in photography, obviously, you know, there's no words. It's just just the look. So now you don't focus on the look and you focus on the words. So the, the messaging. So it's it, but you have both. So you have both that you can do. And I love your background too, by the way. So that that's kind of like cool. At the, the last time that we talked, I talked about your background. I was like, I like that background. But you show people how they can actually do the green screen or tell them how they can do the green screen effect. Cause that's another thing. People have a, a phobia about, I don't know where to shoot my video. I don't know what my background is going to look. Mine is black. Hey, it's just black. It's a velvet curtain and it's just black. That's it. I don't have to worry about it. Or you can get a green screen or you can sit in your kitchen, whatever. Everybody has dishes in their kitchen or whatever. So it's it doesn't, I want people to feel like to get over themselves and to get their message out there and get known. If you're a superstar and you're shining, it you've got to you've got to put the light to it. Okay. So if you want if you want to shine, you got to make sure that you get out there. So Park Roads Studios with an S, parkroadstudios.com to get in touch with Lindsay and you can set up a consultation call with you and, yep. and really help them put together like a series, a series of video series so that people can yep. really get their campaign going 
And that's really good. Do you find that they LinkedIn is the best place or YouTube or combination or all places? What do you think? So it's back to step one. Who is your ideal client? Where are they hanging out? And where are they going to be receptive to this message? So mm-hmm. it's just like uh, channels on TV. You go to CNN for news. You go to ESPN for sports. You don't turn on ESPN because you want to see political coverage. You turn on ESPN because you want to see the game. You don't turn on CNN because you want to see, you know, the basketball game. So the channels in in social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, everybody has all the channels, but what message are they tuning into that channel for? So if I'm on Facebook, I don't want to hear your accounting tips. That's just not what I came here for. Or Instagram. I'm, I'm not here because I want to get better at, at, at bookkeeping for my small business. On LinkedIn, however, I will be receptive to that message. Mm-hmm. Uh, on LinkedIn, I don't want to see pictures of you chasing your new puppy around the house. That's not why I'm here. Mm-hmm. But on Instagram or Facebook, that's totally acceptable. That's the kind of thing that I'm not, not acceptable. That's, that's what I'm here for. I'm here for some entertainment. So right. Uh, depending on who your ideal client is and what your business is, that will determine what platforms are appropriate for you to uh, for you to be publishing your content. Because for some businesses, Facebook or Instagram is the appropriate, the best option for their their particular service and and their particular client. Um, but I encourage everybody to think about LinkedIn because so many people they don't even. They think LinkedIn is just a place where you upload your resume. No. That, that's what it's, it started many yeah. years ago. It, it, it's, it's been a long time since that's what LinkedIn was. Like you have a real opportunity here to establish your brand and position yourself, particularly your audience, uh, public speakers. If people, if you're not taking advantage of LinkedIn, it's, it's uh, over 700 million users. This is the business community. This is the network where people come to conduct business, to, to right. get business training and education and you get to reach those 700 million users for free you you have to take advantage of that so Mm -hmm. many people have facebook business pages and don't understand that facebook went pay to play years ago so about two percent of your followers on your facebook business page are going to see your posts unless you're paying for that post to reach more people Exactly. On LinkedIn, there are no such um, constraints yet. Eventually mm-hmm. it will come, just like it didn't start that way on Facebook. It used to be you post on your business page and everybody would see it. And they just gradually cranked up the, the marketing requirement until it's like 2% reach. Well, LinkedIn, you still you have complete unlimited organic reach. Your content will go as far as it can based on the merits or the strength of its merits. So if you're putting out good stuff and a lot of people are engaging it, there's no limit to how many people can see it. Uh, but if you're putting out nothing, which is what most people do, then nobody can see anything because you haven't put anything out. LinkedIn knows the power of video as well. That's why they make it very um, selective in terms of people who can post videos. You have to apply and then they have to accept you. And then also to LinkedIn learning. I love LinkedIn learning. That's video learning. This, this is a platform. They bought Linda and now you can do LinkedIn learning. 
So LinkedIn learning. And if you are a trainer, you are a, a, a you train on something, becoming a LinkedIn learning coach or trainer is a good way to really get started. So Lindsay, thank you so much. I'm glad that we ran into each other on LinkedIn. That is our, our platform that we're, we mostly hang out on. And so thank you so much. And Park Roads Gallery is a place where you want to know more about video because I embrace it. I want everyone else to embrace it. That is where right now we're in Periscope. We're on YouTube. We're on LinkedIn. But you can also put them on Facebook. You can do them on IGTV. There's just video is the new game changer. So get used to it. Know how to use it and really leverage it to get your brand out there. So, Lindsay, thank you so much for joining me today. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. All righty. Take care. All right. Too. You've been listening to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast brought to you by PamPerryPR.com, where you'll get insider tips on how to build your platform, pitch the media, and promote yourself with confidence. Head over to PamPerryPR.com and get the exclusive video training on the seven must-have marketing materials you need before you pitch. In order to be considered in media places or superstar stages, PamPerryPR.com, where you help you shine like a superstar.